the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. Okay. Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons, and your calls today at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number comes. It's a beautiful day. What's that? It is a beautiful day. <laughs> no wind. Oh, well, there is a wind, but it's well, out of yeah, the south. Out of the south, that's good. Yeah. All right. But, uh, yes, sir? Yeah. Uh, I made an amazing discovery yesterday. What's that? You know, I walked over to see about the Rio Grande gold. Yeah. Pepper. And lo and behold, I looked at those large gallon-sized tomatoes up there. And lo and behold. Uh-oh. Am I plugged in? 968. Yep, you are. <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't 968, but it was. Uh, it's it's a new it's the new celebrity. Oh, the celebrity plus. Yeah. That, that, uh, all right. Uh, in gallons, and uh, so I want I want I want people to. Uh, okay, that's good. No. no. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Is it okay? Where'd it go? <laughs> uh oh, you're not hearing it? I'm okay. Yeah, I hear it. Okay. I'll, I'll call that woman that we talked didn't talk to yesterday. Did we ever talk to her? Sharon, yeah, you? Sharon, call us back today. <laughs> I like to listen to myself. That's kind of neat. I can say ugly things to you, Milton, and <laughs> plays back. Anyway. Uh, for those of you who uh, who normally grow celebrity and have for years it's been on the market, uh, I, I want you to come up here and get one of those gallons. Get to, get to one of those gallons and uh, of celebrity plus. And if you planted your celeb- regular celebrity earlier. Uh, these gallon containers will check up, catch up with it, and you can compare them side by side and see if it is a plus. Mm, yeah, that'd be good. We've had some uh, heat wave or something like that that came up with a heat wave two, and uh, 
it wasn't anything close to to the mother to the original heat wave. I hope it's a, it's hard for me to imagine that this Celebrity Plus is going to be that much better, but we'll see. So you're going to get one for uh, no for Jeremy? No, oh, he, okay. his pots are full. His mm. pots overrunning. <laughs> but uh, they still got they got those giant pots that I like. Uh, on on sale for two little big babies for eighty five dollars. That is a wonderful deal. And uh, so you want to? I don't know if we got it. I doubt if we have regular celebrity, but I know a lot of people like uh, uh, Platinum earlier. Platinum every year because it's been a good tomato every year. Hmm. And also, while I was looking around out there, I was excited to see Oscar Oprah. Oscar, Oscar Oprah transplants, $3 for a four-inch container. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a pretty good price. But, uh, you know, I always try to look for the bargain for people. And uh, <laughs> some, most I would say most of those uh, four-inch containers that they have Oscar in have two seedlings in. So that docks it down to dollar fifty per plant. Yeah, hang on two seconds. You keep talking. <laughs> okay. So you can uh, you can get one of those pots of Oscar and uh, and carefully separate them. Okra separates pretty easy, and plant them out, water them, and uh, you'll have Oscar okra. <clears throat> that's that's the okra that. Uh, I forget who gave. I think I forget who gave me that. It was at a, at a garden talk, and uh, guys, uh, people always give you stuff at the garden talk. <laughs> but uh, I think it was in the hill country. I can't remember. But uh, <laughs> guy came up to me and said, "This is a really good okra." Said uh, uh, I smuggled it in from Germany. In my shoe, what people it sounded like Greg Grant, deal. but uh, and, and he he was right. Uh, it's been it's been great. I take and, it that's Oscar you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, Oscar. Yeah, it's uh, I found four-inch containers out there, uh, three dollars, and most have two plants uh, when they're put when when the producers are planting. Oscar, they have a tendency to drop two or sometimes three seed in each pot because uh, just just like us when we do milk, we yeah, there you go, <laughs> and you uh, you never Oscar is pretty reliable as far as germination is concerned, but uh, you put several seed in there, uh, so you'll definitely get one. And uh, there's lo- there's several out there, several plants out there that have pots that have one plant in it, but there's a lot out there that have uh, two or more plants that can be divided. But anyway, that uh, the guy gave me that Oscar okra, and I <laughs> I was coming down from growing Beck's big, 
and I could look and had the experience that uh, Calvin had with it, where he had to put a, a airplane light in the top of it to keep the airplanes from uh, helicopters going from uh, the medical yeah. center. <laughs> but uh, the uh, anyway, this this one is shorter. Now, speaking of shorter, I've got a picture of David Rodriguez at the Botanical Garden standing in amongst it, uh, some okra, Oscar okra plants. And there, David's a, a good five feet tall on a rainy day. But uh, he... Uh, How the, tall the, is Dave the, on a rainy day? Is, <laughs> the okra uh, is about... Uh, a uh, foot above his head. Yeah, six foot is a good size for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the other thing about it is that it's not, it puts up with any kind of soil. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, it's you know, tough. yeah, just very, okay, the soil's no good, okay, I'll only grow to four feet, <laughs> but I must still produce yeah, okra. Yeah, and it produces fast. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it, uh, and it's, the, the other thing that I remember about it is, uh, it doesn't get as uh, tough. stiff, tough, yeah, yeah tough, tough as, as fast. fast. Yeah. So it's, it's, In other it's, words, it stays uh, good a long, to harvest. Yeah, you got a longer period to harvest it. But, but uh, just they mm-hmm. called Oscar okra because oh, <laughs> it's called Oscar okra because uh, Oscar over at New Braunfels, Oscar Hahn. Oh, was the one that uh, saved seed for me every year. Unlike the gardeners, I told, okay, I took them to pods. And I said, okay, you plant this, see how you like it, and then save some pods so we can give it to other people. And instead, they ate it. They ate it. They ate it. I thought that was David's okra. Yeah. <laughs> where, where, did I, where did I go wrong? What, do what? I thought Oscar okra was David's okra. Well, he's a... He's, uh, Taking on the idea oh. of, uh, of imp- imp- increasing it. Okay. All right. Uh, he, that picture I have of him standing in the middle of yeah. Oscar Oakley was taken at the Botanical Garden uh, where he was growing a seed crop for me. But uh, it's good okra, and I'm, I'm glad we got some. I remember uh, you, used to, you mentioned Malcolm and some of his events <laughs> if you went to an event there was always barrels yeah barrels of right. okra, okra pods oh wow <laughs> and you you could take as much seed as you wanted it was <laughs> you you think you think uh, who who picked that who harvested that who harvested that okra i don't know for sure but uh, malcolm was generous with it it was delphine was his it his wife yeah she, she, did, she did all the hard work. Uh, Mal- Malcolm stood out there with the pit for pictures, but uh, when it came to harvesting everything, that was Delphine. <laughs> but and she's still she she's still living. She's still alive. I think hey, she's good. I think she's living with her son. Yay! But uh, hardworking woman. <laughs> anyway, so hey. what's going on, Trace? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was I was in shock. I heard your voice over the speaker, and I was like, "Is it that time already?" It yeah. is, and you didn't blow anything up, so no. it must be all right. So, so far, it's a good start. 
Hey. Is that your your bar's set pretty low though? I mean, uh, just nothing, I was, nothing I, was, I was expecting the whole thing to crash and burn. Oh no, I got some help. I forget the name of the nice guy that helped. <laughs> He's uh, replenished the Whopper. Supply. I saw that. Yeah, Calvin's uh, made a big dent in it. I saw that. Yeah, I went, I went from three tables to two and a half tables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh wow! And wow. The, I'm, sure, uh, I'm sure some other people helped too. Oh gosh, yeah, there were a lot of people looking at. It. <laughs> and then the pentas, of course, pentas are great for. Uh, in the in the shade, uh, yeah. or semi-shade, of kind of uh, on patios and a great the constant bloom. And then the, our pollinators really like yeah, them, butterflies. Yeah. And they're very attractive. So I think I'm going to eat a tomato uh, by probably Monday or Tuesday. Which one is it? Uh, whatever, whatever. Calvin sold my wife. What, what did you sell my wife? Oh, uh, Thunderbird. No, that one. There's a bunch of them, but those aren't big enough and uh, turn and cutter. But the Ruby Crush. Ruby Crush. Ruby Crush. Yeah. Right. So oh gosh. Sure, yeah, sure you Ruby do. Crush. But you know, I got that 968 three weeks later. And guess which one is the biggest of all of them? Nine six eight. The nine six eight. You mean the plant? The plant. Yeah, the plant is a foot taller than every other. And, and <laughs> when you, yeah, when you, Jeremy noticed that too. Yeah, when you say that uh, semi semi determinate, semi determinate, you talk maybe talk about uh, yeah nine sixty eight. When I but when you talk about purely determinate, yeah, your uh, ruby crush is yeah. definitely that. When I when I ordered seed, uh, I was looking for a dwarf cherry tomato. And uh, they sent me uh, that at that time it was Goldsmith Company that not, eventually turned into 968. So in their their opinion, it's <laughs> it's a dwarf, but uh, it's not a true determinant variety. But it has a lot of fruit. Yeah, oh, I love both of them. They have a very different taste yeah. from each other, but well, they... by by weight, right now the Ruby Crush is winning. Oh yeah, it's got probably a hundred on it. <laughs> uh, the other one, had, the Rodeo one, had uh, maybe ten, <laughs> and then the Ruby, the the uh, Dwarf Cherry Surprise, within a week will catch up because it's yeah. got about two hundred blooms on it. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, they turn to blooms. Yeah. I mean, they're, sol- they're almost an ornamental, a solid yellow. And I, I always forget this. What, am I, what are the temperatures supposed to be for those blooms to actually set naturally? Oh, uh, now? <laughs> uh, that wasn't a temperature, Milton. <laughs> What's that? I, I, I need to make myself look smart when I tell my wife. Seventy plus. Jerry and I have always talked about yeah. it. Right, but I thought there was a between seventy and. Are they heat setters? No. Oh yeah. Well, 70 yeah, and yeah. Ninety, seventy, and eighty-five. Well, uh, ninety. Okay. But right. uh, they <laughs> they set through the summer. I mean, people. Well. <laughs> I say that. Uh, we've always said. It's below 90 at night <laughs> sometimes. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah. We've al- always said that uh, ch- all cherries were uh, heat setters, which said during the summer. And uh, so we've tested that. We put, a, put them out in a trial. We had uh, large cherry, and uh, uh, we also had uh, 968 and... Uh, Ruby Crush and so any other cherries we could find, and uh, 
the only ones that were truly heat setters was 968 and uh, 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 Jared. Uh, Ruby Crush. So, so what you're telling me is I'm going to have tomatoes all summer long, Absolutely. and my wife's going to gloat every time she comes home. Absolutely. And but which one's going to have more? I want. I want Ruby Crush. Well, that was the wrong answer. Uh, <laughs> I told her the dwarf cherry surprise by weight would probably produce more than the other two combined. It, well, it'll be. There's so many factors involved. Yeah. It'll be interesting. She's talking to them every day. So uh, <laughs> sometimes twice a day. Do they somebody, talk back? Somebody told her to shake the plant. Yeah, that's that's right. Uh, to, for, to make them pollinate. But that's only if the uh, humidities are high. And uh, so she and sh- she shouldn't have pulled it and shook it. Huh? No, she, no, no. She didn't do that, but, <laughs> but she she talks. To, I see her out there. I, I, one of these days, I'm going to video her just yeah. to make fun of her. But <laughs> no, some, somebody told her to shake that plant. She can go viral yeah. if the tomatoes well, do really well. That's uh, that's in the literature because it's mainly in greenhouses uh, where they have to use a little vibrator to vibrate the blooms to make them set fruit because it's so humid in a greenhouse uh boy if you if you i don't think that does that much outside if you had well if you had that hasn't stopped there okay if you had tomatoes outside uh on uh Saturday morning, in that wind, <laughs> yeah, it, right. Oh my goodness, up. Yeah. that was a they're, they savage. are they are wind pollinated. They're not, uh, but in the greenhouse we put bumblebees in there to, 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 to bang, really bang to check that pollen. Huh. No, they they're not they don't sting. I've been and you order them, they come in a in a little box. I was gonna say, how did you corral them? Uh, <laughs> there, there's somebody that raises them. And you can buy them commercially. Huh. They come alive, or they come as they, they come, come alive. And, now, I suppose. And, I suppose would you like, hate to be the mailman here in that box? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think somebody's going to smack that with a hammer. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> well, they, yeah. uh, dispatch. We have a box that's buzzing here. Um, <laughs> we, uh, yeah, I used to order uh, honeybees through the mail, and uh, it didn't take long for the male people to call me when those bees came in. Come get these. Because you can see them through the screen, and they didn't want to fool with those things. But but anyway. That, I, yeah. I, I just pictured you out there with a lasso. Uh, <laughs> not, the, not the size of dental floss out there trying to <laughs> they, wrangle those bees into that greenhouse. Uh, yeah, they uh, they never have stung anybody, as far as I know, in the greenhouse. Well, I'm sure now we'll hear about it. <laughs> yeah, now people will call Somebody's you. Somebody's going to let you know it happened. <laughs> I don't think it's a, well, it looks like a regular bumblebee. I was wondering it's, about it's a, that. It's good for pictures. Because on our, <laughs> our orchard, uh, we had bumblebees that nested in the ground, and they were the orneriest things. You know, the honeybees didn't yeah. bother anybody. Yeah, right. but but if uh, you were driving the tractor, you know, and you got close to those bees, and my my wife, if, if there was any bumblebees within a <laughs> hundred feet of her, they would find her. And yeah, I, the I, I, bum- I, they were bumblebees. Well, that's they weren't we honeybees. No, they weren't honeybees at all. Though. Okay, yeah, because they were they were right there. They had a nest in the ground. Yeah, or, or at yeah. the base of a tree. Yeah, you know? they'll come after you. Yeah, we had. <laughs> 
Oh, uh, I wonder if nematodes would help with that. No. <laughs> uh, I always think about the a guy was driving a tractor there on our, in the ground, our farm no. there in uh, yeah. Tennessee, and uh, he was mowing right along, bush hogging, weeds and brush and stuff. And all of a sudden, I looked over there. The tractor was running, but the guy wasn't on the tractor. Yeah, that sounds exactly uh, he, like he, I have experienced. He, he had run through. Had a, the tractor stopped, or was the tractor still moving? It was stopped, okay. but it was still running, uh, you know, motor running. And I looked, and, and uh, he was standing about uh, <laughs> 20 yards off and looking at that tra- tractor. I said, I went away, what the hell's going on? He said, Bumblebees, uh-huh. <laughs> bumblebee. Now I I hope he didn't signal you like my wife signaled me. Oh, oh wait a minute! <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow! <laughs> Blaming you for the bumblebees? Do you, you you get that a lot? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, my mind went to uh, uh, horse-drawn thing because Jerry's so old. Yeah, yeah. Oh, a horse-drawn plow in the in the. Uh, yeah. I I miss it John. It it don't take much. John is on the line at 210-308-8867. Sorry, John, I didn't see that you were on the line. What's going well, on? I almost went, I almost went to sleep. We, well, but let's... Anyway. Can, yep. But anyway, since y'all were talking about Oscar Oprah, uh, David gave me uh, a bunch of Oscar Oprah seeds about, oh, a long time ago, about five or ten years ago. And uh, he wanted to experiment with them since I... I uh, garden a lot, and uh, he, uh, I planted uh, a, about a 30-foot row of Oscar Oprah, and what he wanted me to do, I, usually I plant them about a foot apart, Yeah. and what he wanted me to do is after they got uh, producing, which they were, were you know, about the middle of June, good, they were producing good, he wanted me to cut them uh, about two feet from the uh, from the ground, cut them uh, off, totally cut them off. After and, uh, after after you harvested the okra, right? Yeah, well, no, as I was harvesting, it was in the middle of harvest time. Okay, okay. And uh, uh, I cut them off, and the ones that I didn't cut them all off, I cut most of them off. And uh, what I cut off, it took about six weeks before they started producing again. And when they did, they came up, you know, uh, shoots from the side. And yeah. there were so many shoots that I could not get into the okra. No. I had to do it then. <laughs> I had to take my reciprocating saw and cut every other one down <laughs> so I could actually get into it. Oh, and no. that is the way you uh, you take care of, uh, of see, Oscar yeah. okra. And then you make it manageable, but you have to work it. Yeah. And then the Oscar okra that I picked, and what he what he wanted was the seeds from it. So I, I took him two great big sacks of Oscar okra over to to y'all's office there, and uh, I gave them to them. And that, that was a long time ago. Though. Yeah, that that well, do it be... again because we probably need more seeds. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> and we, when you, if you grow that much again, make sure that uh, that you donate to the food bank. Because uh, <laughs> you, you planted enough to keep some some people with okra for all summer long. Yeah, oh, all my friends. Actually, that's friends, a really good idea. Uh, you can do that. Yeah, I you think. can. Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. A, that's uh, all I wanted to say. And I sure oh, do okra think. Okra and uh, 
Me- Mexican uh, squash. You could. <laughs> oh, okay. Start doing that'd be quite a supply. <laughs> yeah, Thank but, you, John. Yeah. Okay. You're welcome. That, that helped out a lot. Uh, that probably. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, just like John. We'll be back in a moment, live here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road on 930 AM, The Answer. Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Willie's uh, birthday weekend. Huh? Yeah, it's Willie's birthday weekend. That's exactly right. <laughs> did Jeremy ever tell you about that? Did he confirm it was Willie's birthday? No, I don't, okay. uh, he's in Austin. Okay, so is Willie. No, yeah. Willie's somewhere else. I forget where. I think Los Angeles. You know, the amazing thing about Willie Nelson, of yeah. course, he's one of the greatest writers, songwriters yeah. of all yep. time. But uh, you... He sing. He has sung every kind of song. I mean, from yeah. uh, a Christmas song when Christmas comes along. Yeah, there's Willie Nelson singing the standards, country, yeah. classic country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all over the place. <laughs> and with uh, Julio and Iglesias. Uh huh. <laughs> Those two are so direct opposite. It's hard to imagine them. They complement each other well. They did well. Hey, let me tell you something that's happening. Mark your calendar for Saturday, June 3rd at the Alzafar Shrine. It's the 23rd Festival of Flowers hosted by, co-hosted by the San Antonio Water System. And that means there's going to be a free water saver plant for you from Saws while supplies last. What else will there be, you ask? Oh, yeah, really? What else is Thank you. There's the indoor garden mall, of course, with plants and landscape material and fertilizers and garden accessories. If you haven't been there, if you have, you know exactly what I'm talking about. An herb cooking kitchen uh, for treats that you can sample. The seminars all day are very, very popular, including the organic roundtable. And there's the learning to gar- or learn to garden zone for kids to learn how to garden. Oh, great. All right, and... I'm scared to mention this. The citywide plant exchange. Oh no! And the people right now are planting things in hope that's, the hopes that they can uh, exchange them, which is very fun. It's a plant. I think ex- my uh, one-inch milkweeds <laughs> will be uh, worthy. Maybe I don't know. I don't know how they're, they they judge them. We need to. We'll have to get Brunella on the line and find out. It's just $8. Kids under 10 are free on June 3rd. Their parking is free. It's from 9 to 5. What? Tell us where it is now for a switch. The Alzafar Shrine at 1604 and Stone Oak Parkway. So back to the old the Yeah, old we're back to the Alzafar. That's great. Yeah. All right. So that's coming up. You can find more information at safestivaloflowers.com. Safestivaloflowers.com. Russell's on the line at 210 210- 308-8867. Russell, what's going on? Welcome to the show. Well, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I'm trying to bring some uh, pole beans and some raised beans. And something is uh, doing on the, uh, the stems close to the ground. 
And I've been treating them with DT, but uh, it doesn't seem to help. And what, what is the plan? Beans. What's the plant again, Russell? Pole beans. Pole beans. Pole beans, beans. okay. Uh, yeah, it could be cutworms. That's what if, I would guess. Well, if, if they're eating it right at the ground. That's what I would guess. And, well, uh, I mean, uh, I've been spraying them with BT, but. Uh, oh, that, huh. that, that, I don't think the cutworm will eat enough. Well, I've never oh, okay. had luck. Jerry and I have gone through this for a number of years. <laughs> the uh, You can be controlling uh, the worms above the ground relatively easy with BT. works really well, but yeah. I've never had great luck with cutworms with it. And you, uh, I've always just used for seven, seven or yeah. malathion. Okay. If there's no sign. Yeah, just, just uh, the base of Yeah, oh, yeah I, did, I did spray them one time. I sprayed them with malathion. Oh, that, okay. yeah, that should help. Okay, if you... But, are they, but I'll get they, some powder. I'll get some of that seven powder put down. Yeah, down. at the stem. Do you... Yeah. Are okay. they planted in a row? Is there more than one? No, well, they're planted in a circle around the pole. Okay. Do they do they eat one eat one a night or one a, one a week? No, it's, it's, move it's not to that the frequent. Next? No, it's not next. that frequent. Okay. But I mean they're pretty persistent. I'm down to a couple of uh, plants left. <laughs> well, and uh, anyway, I've got some more starting. So. Yeah, what I was saying is, uh, if they eat them off at the ground, uh, you can uh, dig around that plant that they're just eating now off, and probably find that worm. It's a it's a fairly large size larva that you can uh-huh. dig up out of that ground. And you, when okay. you find him, he'll stick his tongue out at you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, they're pretty bold. <laughs> well, you know, I, I lost a, uh, I lost a good-sized squash plant at the root too. And horse uh, man, huh? What did you say? You lost what? Squash, squash oh, plant the other day. Squash, yeah. And and of course, it was when the storm came in, it blew it off. <laughs> Yeah, so, they, uh... I found it in my pond, though. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> now, on the squash, was it a larger squash? Was it blooming? Yeah. Was it it, it had buds on it. Okay. Uh, and did... Uh, did, did uh, could you see a, a little hole in the stem of the squash? No, I didn't. I didn't look. Uh, did you, I've been did, spraying. Them, I've been spraying them with DT as well. Well, uh, yeah. If that squash vine borer, and you uh-huh. cut that, cut that uh, uh, thing open, cut the stem yeah. open. Once you get it out of the pond, uh, yeah. it should be a. There might be a white worm in there. Yeah. Yeah. Larvae. Well, and then, and at some place in that plant, there's going to be this. Kind of a messy area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I can't retrieve it now. No, no, no. You, no, I mean the plant's gone. What, yeah. What is what is uh, the other name for uh, Mexican squash, Jerry? Uh, tatuma. Yeah, tatuma. tatuma. Have you ever tried tatuma? Or no, is sir. This, I would just uh, I, this, this I switched yellow, from yellow I switched from summer squash to tatuma, and it uh-huh. seems to work the same in recipes and it's very productive yeah. and they uh, they are very uh, they're not very much affected by the 
the boar. Yeah. Which is amazing. Oh, okay. They're, they're very, very next year. Yeah. The the stem the stem is solid on them like a like uh-huh. a cucumber. But uh, oh, okay. Uh, but stand back. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're aggressive. They grow. Tatuma is the original uh, squash that's used for Mexican cooking. Yeah. So uh, and it, it's it's. What it, is it? A green squash? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's a it's a summer squash, yeah. Okay. But okay. it's round. It's it's almost like a it's like a little egg when it first comes on there, and then it egg gets the size of a it's soccer ball. Cantaloupe, soccer ball. Yeah. There's some folks that let it get that large, and they cook cook with it. The big yeah. recipes, like in a, at events and everything. Yeah. But most most. People or most recipes say harvest it when it's uh, baseball size. There you go, and it, it yeah. will pre- it'll have a it'll have one of those fruits about every foot <laughs> on the on the vine running out all the way up the yeah, trees and things like that. Yeah, there it's amazing. It's fun fun to try and see it, it, and to well, see, it, my, see uh, it Where can it get my the... raised beds? It'll take them all over. Yeah, well, yeah, you just let it run out of the raised bed. Now you can you can get it from uh, any of the most of those internet uh, suppliers. Seat. Uh huh. Okay. I'm not. Can you just we buy one and hmm? can you just buy one and get the seat out? We're talking about Tatuma. I, yeah, I don't know if HEB has Tatumas. I don't not. know. I don't know either. Oh, okay. But you can. But uh, you could do that. Yeah. Well, what we. Uh, and gardeners that plant them always have a lot, a lot of seed. Oh but, yeah. But uh, first, you got to find a garden. But uh, yeah, yeah, you can just look them up on the internet, and they do. Uh, they'll send the seed to you within a couple of days. Yeah. Tatumi. It's got an E on it. Yeah. I have, I have one more question. Nope. I have okay. one more question. Uh, back in the uh, first part of March, I had my tomato plants already planted, and I lost a couple of them because the uh, same problem. The, the stem down close to the ground was chewed. Was that a cut worm again? Yes. Okay. Well, All righty. Well, have you got a, play, a space now that you can plant a tomato? No, no I, I already filled it. Oh, okay. I came, oh. Over, I came over there and got some tomato plants. And okay. All right. Good luck. Thank you, you, sir. Okay, appreciate it. You betcha. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Bert is on the line. Hey there, Bert. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? All righty, you know, a little achy, but I'm older and I have arthritis. I guess some of y'all have them as well. Uh, but it's good. I'm breathing. The sky is blue. The grass is green. And we have the breath of life in us. That's a very beautiful thing. And uh, this is spiritual, Bert. I, <laughs> <laughs> are you are you looking at that grass from below or above? Above. <laughs> That's good. Then. I know. I, I know. I got the right show because I was trying to find out if this was the Doctor Jerry Comedy Hour or something like yeah. that. Uh, yeah. 
<laughs> we, we try to add right. a little levi- levity to it. It's funny. If you garden, you have to laugh at yourself or somebody. You have to. I forget who you have to laugh at. But, uh, well, so I was asked about cut bar or those cut bugs. You know what I use? A really interesting solution is I take the inside of the roll of the toilet paper because it's cardboard and it's centigrade, but it doesn't have any camera. You put them around the stem, and it seems yeah. to stop them a little bit. Yeah. Well, that's an interesting <laughs> idea. Do you leave some of the toilet paper on there, or do you take it all off? No, I use it all up. Okay. Can you imagine your, sp- your spouse seeing it there? And- oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, we want to alert everybody. Don't put uh, too much of the, if you're using a granular uh, pest- Seven. insecticide, yeah. don't put it too much up against the, the base of the plant. Yeah. Oh. So, so Bert's calling us. Trace is back here on the porch and about uh, toilet paper. What to do with toilet paper rolls? No, <laughs> no. He's got a que- he's got a question. Oh, is about that it. what it was? I thought it was toilet paper. He was talking. No, 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 no. The, no. the roll. So you're blocking <laughs> the roll, them. Yeah. You're putting it over and blocking them, and then how do you get? And then I it mean, just that, disintegrates. That, that, right? Bert, do I have it right? <laughs> Bert, the roll is only about two inches. How do you get it over the plant? You do it when it's young. Well, it's just yeah. a baby. Yeah. Another another yep. way another way the old timers uh, used to use, especially in the hill country, they'd put a, a nail right next to the stem of the tomato, because a cutworm has to encircle the stem before he can cut it off. Oh, that's interesting. So uh, you can't you can't do that if if there's a nail there or something to keep him from making the Connection. Huh. That's cool. Bird, try that yeah, too. That is, that is very good. I wanted to ask you though, uh, do you have a good recommendation for a patio tomato? And how, um, I'll, I'll let you answer that. And I have a question about those original white eggplants. As I just got, how do they do here? Oh, they're wonderful. Uh, do you plant them in the shade? You need to plant them in the shade because they're white. Not okay. Sunburn. And, yeah, I got a, a great myrtle tree right above them, so that's pretty good. Not right above them, but it gives, it'll provide them shade. Okay, that's good. Do you really want to provide them shade? <laughs> what is this? He's doing now? White, yeah. white eggplant. Okay. Oh, well, well, he, you, Jerry's just making that up. You, he doesn't well, want, want it to sunburn. Yeah, there you go. I'm just trying to Or help. produce. Yeah, or produce. That's right. <laughs> did, it, did, it, did, it get, did it sunburn, Bert? Uh, did it, no. Did it produce? No. Thank you for your advice. That was great. Sorry, Bert. Y'all want to help Bert out with That's this? It. Well, yeah, you know, the whites do well. What does, what do, does well, work in the morning sun sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I would, the morning sun sounds great. And a windscreen. You oh. got to put something to You're stop right. the wind from tearing them up, especially the last several weeks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was the last several okay. days. Saturday was heck on them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why I laid them all down. They're all in, uh, they're all, I live in an apartment, so they're all in pots, like oh. three-gallon pots. Good so time. I lay them down, and I move them around and such like that, <clears throat> and they're outside, too. But that's why I wanted to ask you, do you have a recommendation for a good patio tomato? I mean... I'm going home as a. Are you doing it in a three gallon pot like, or are you doing it in a big pot? I'm going to probably do a five gallon pot this year. Uh, usually, I've seen them three to, to five gallon pots. They seem to do well. 
Grace. Well, I just so wanted to know a good recommendation for you because I just my, like little small tomatoes. My first recommendation is you get a bigger pot. Okay. Um, 20, 24 by 24, half whiskey barrel, 30 gallon, something big enough to support foliage and tomatoes. Yeah. And they right. they won't tump over. And uh, they've and got. They've apparently, got, you can't go wrong. If you want cherry, apparently, you can't go wrong with. Uh, Nine sixty eight or Ruby Crush, although you may not find nine sixty eight anymore. <laughs> yeah, well, Ruby Crush is a smaller plant, I think, in the apartment. Uh, yeah, both. <laughs> I can attest to that. We're, we're, All right, having, I'll... Uh, we're having a bit of a contest though, as to what tastes the best: <laughs> nine sixty eight or Ruby Crush. Both of them are pretty good. Okay, nine sixty eight. If I can find it, but Ruby Crush, I'll definitely look for. Thank yeah, y'all and. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, hey, thank you, Bert. Keep, keep up the comedy. No, dear. Okay. Thanks, Bert. <laughs> keep your keep you eggplant out of the full sun. Yeah. You wouldn't, you wouldn't put a white anything out in, a, yeah, in direct Just, sun. Can you get some sunscreen and rub it on it? Yeah, that might help. Uh-huh. And have the Advi- flavor, too. <laughs> Advice you won't hear anyplace else. We're going to take a quick break and come back in a moment with more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. In twilight glow I see Blue eyes cry in the rain Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, 210-308-8867. So, Trace, I know when I got here, you were up here working on the porch. and uh, Yeah, I took all my papers away. So ordered, he didn't rifle or, uh, yeah, I know. He does that, doesn't he? Um, the, uh, <laughs> anything exciting theoretically coming in next for the next week? Uh, the, well, the following week Ooh, okay. out of Florida, we've got... A ton of different shrub jasmines. So, like, uh, night-blooming jasmine and I think Grand Duke and a couple of those other shrub type that people always ask for. How about porterweed? Is that coming from Florida? It's funny you ask that. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. not that kind of funny? No. But I think I did find some odd colors. I think there's some purple coming out of... North Carolina, if I remember. North Carolina, okay. And I think I got some blue coming from another place. Cool. Theoretically. (laughs) Yes, theoretically. Now, North Carolina, I wouldn't assume for two more weeks, three more weeks, because I got to fill a truck. Oh, oh, okay. To come to San Antonio, or just out of curiosity, or on the way to San San Antonio is on the way somewhere. I will be on the way somewhere. They okay. Will, they have to route it, come in this direction, and do as many drops as they can. Okay. Yeah. They, they get it all figured out by cubic feet, how much stuff, how much fits. Okay. <laughs> uh, you said yesterday that, that you... That got, sounds dangerous. <laughs> yes, it does. Go ahead, Ed. That you'd gotten some different citrus in. Uh, uh, yeah, and I got some more stuff coming. I, I, I wasn't too particular. I said, I'll take it all. <laughs> uh, so we'll, we'll see what actually materializes there too. Do you remember what you had? I mean, oh, at this point, I was happy to get anything. Um, so there was some satsumas. We'll see if they show okay, up. Okay, okay. I mean, the, in the last shipment, uh, Nelson ordered that, so I, I. Oh, okay. I was happy to see that he did. 
Okay, good. Because I kind of forgot about it. Well, I see he was over there t- training a guard <laughs> to uh, protect the, the new delivery. You know? uh. <laughs> so those things get so popular, and if they're oh, set, some yeah. of them. So we had, a, we had a gentleman yesterday after the show. Apparently we had an orange tree that had a, an orange that was the size of a golf ball. Oh. And guess what was wrong with it? Blackbird, Porter I mean, what? It had the the little peck marks on it. And he looked at at my uh, salesperson, and when they gave him the answer of what it was, he just shook his head. No, it wasn't. <laughs> that's hard for people to well, did you, did you should you have take, taken a video with that, him. That's what we did when yeah. we first heard yeah, about Yeah, Jerry was you. And that was not just <laughs> us. It was uh, yeah. people down there. The, Citrus experts and everything. Yeah. It took a while to, to well, accept that. In fact, I think I had two yesterday. One was accepting and one was not so accepting. Oh. <laughs> well, it's, it's hard to imagine that, that that works like that. Well, but we saw it. <laughs> now, I, I did have one. We, were, so we did, saw it right here. I did have a question that I got yesterday that I, I couldn't remember the answer to. Uh-oh. So when a tomato turns black on the top, not the bottom... What's wrong? There's a there's a rot, uh, tomato rot that gets on there. The, so the black on the bottom, of course, is blossoming rot. Right. right. But why do you get the top from uh, water sitting on it, or yeah, bird yeah, poking it, no, or that's uh, if it's not poked, <laughs> uh, it was, that's it was sunk fun- in black, so I couldn't a, tell whether it was poked or not. Yeah, that's fungus disease. So from overhead irrigation, yeah, rain, yeah, okay, all that. Not this year. I hesitate to blame anything on rain, but because uh, you might not get it again, or what? The, well, rain, rain, go away. We haven't had rain, so I, that, that means I have it in my house. <laughs> that means that uh, I think we're actually headed for the year, Milton. Really? I think so. Well, out. at least for the month. Yeah, All for right. the month. Yeah, but uh, so right, it, were the Sinisa blooming a couple days ago? Oh, that's a new one. Um, so guess what I got coming somewhere around the 5th or 6th. More white Sinisa? Uh, no. I shouldn't guess if I don't know. What do you got coming in? You, you're almost right. Okay. Lynn's Legacy. Oh, wow. good. Look at you. And some brake light, lights yucca, which is the that's pretty true good. red, even shorter variety than, the, than what yeah. we normally call red yucca, which isn't really red. Yeah. That's a pretty one. That hasn't been on the market very long. It, it was hard to get the first several years people were asking for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty. Uh, you ha- you didn't mention that you brought in some Celebrity Plus. I, I, I forgot, actually. Uh, <laughs> I was out there checking them, and I said, I saw one Celebrity Plus there in Gallus. There was like a hundred of them, I think. Yeah, yeah. And so I kept looking, and they're all Celebrity Plus. There's some other ones out there, too. Oh, There's no Celebrity, but there is Celebrity right, Plus. Right. And then uh should be this year's Rodeo Tomato. I wonder if, uh, I hate to say this, but. Oh, sure he does. They're not, <laughs> not going to drop Celebrity, are they, for Celebrity Plus? I, I don't know. This was a David thing, as far, uh, as, as, far as I knew. Okay. Good. I think I'm the only one that got them. <laughs> well, that's good. Good for David. But uh, I'm, I'm encouraging people that have the regular celebrity 
to plant one of these and, and or compare. some of these and compare because these seed companies uh, I don't think they could ever drop celebrity no but they've, they've done this uh, to some of our recommended varieties before uh, I think Heat Wave is the one that comes almost, to almost all of them over a 15 or 20 year period yeah. disappear yeah they, they except that one substitute uh, <laughs> they substitute one that's supposed to be better well that's subjective yeah we'll see uh, I've, uh, all, I don't think we've ever tested one that was better than the original a variety uh, in our test and uh, I mean it was significantly better, better. Uh, that uh, the, the original was significantly better than the, uh, the improved so. but I hope this is good. the plants look good and good and strong so if you've waited if you've waited uh, this late and it's getting late <laughs> to plant tomatoes these, these are probably big enough to get something before they, it gets oh, too hot oh yeah big time if they're improved who knows they may never they may be heat setting we yeah. don't usually think of celebrity as a heat setting but uh, we've had it in all our trials Along to compare it to the heat setters, and some some years it's just as good, if not better, than the heat setters, depending on the weather. But anyway, I also checked, and uh, you still have uh, real brandy gold out there, You're looking good. Plants are looking good, and uh, they're on the end of the second table from us i'm pretty sure some oscar okra out there yeah uh, mm-hmm. we talked about oscar and some squash and uh different types of squash yeah yeah but uh i don't, I don't know if i should tell him about the oscar okra right what three dollars for a four inch container four and a half inch container oh a four and a half uh don't blame me. And uh, we operate off a of percentage. It's good. Me. It's good. But uh, most of those have two plants in. Oh yeah, don't go there. <laughs> I didn't see any with three in there, but uh, there's a lot out there with two in there. So that just kicks it down to dollar and a half. All right, we're going to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. we got Trace on the porch with us, and your calls right after this on 930 a.m. This is The Answer. with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And, of course, Trace Hayslett on the porch of this 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Yeah. Well, well, I'm here at Millburgers. Yeah. Beautiful day. Wind out of the south. Not bad, though. No, not bad at all. <laughs> Much better than yesterday. Like yesterday. About blew Milton's computer away there. We had a, it did. 
<laughs> yeah, that's amazing. We had one burst of uh, a wind there that took us all by surprise. But uh, anyway, on the Rio Grande Gold, once the, these are gone, uh, and they're they're a great pepper. Uh, we I've got a complete write-up on uh, PlantAnswers.com with pictures of them. And uh, David Rodriguez is trying to get a seed company to uh, to start gr- promoting it and selling it and things like that. So we won't have to get them out of my refrigerator. Bottomless refrigerator. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's like a dump truck refrigerator. Just <laughs> when he opens the door, it's beep, beep, beep. There's those Mercedes. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Ed. <laughs> uh, uh, I've got some. But the oh, seed I got the most of now is uh, is uh, chili patines, Parsons Potent Chili Penguin. I haven't seen that in a couple, two, three years. Yeah, that's right. But... Uh, so why, why are you slacking? <laughs> well, first of all, people, there's a lot of people, people don't like that as well. Well, they're, pepper, cl- they're pe- clamoring for pep- Pekin and Patine right now. Is that right? Everybody wants one, but there aren't any. There aren't any. There aren't any. Yeah. Uh, well, it's too late to do them now, I guess. But uh, they buy that pepper all summer long. Do they really? They do. He's trying to get me to plant my patines. Mm-hmm. Some. <laughs> uh, I haven't got a lot of seed. But some. Uh, maybe. maybe uh, but you can't get more seed unless you plant some more plants. This guy is yeah. on top of it, isn't he? Yes, he is. <laughs> okay, I, I'll plant some more. You, you sure that'll be all right? They're asking for them now, if, if, and they <laughs> well, ask for that. They ask for pekin or patine all summer long. Yeah, they we put them in four inch, and they'll uh, they'll be okay for fall too. Because it'd be take take thirty or forty days to grow. Them. I think you need to just haul your refrigerator, Peterson Brothers, and let them pick out. <laughs> yeah. They used that. They had they had a refri- have a refrigerator over there too that they keep their stuff in. But uh, and it needs anyway. to do one of those auction things, like you know, to the highest it, bidder. We don't know what's in here. Well, I'm just wondering if that refrigerator is in his will yet. Uh. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of cleaning it out. But uh, you know, we had some people that grew the real grande gold mm-hmm. and saved seed for us, and. Uh, that's that's what we need to do. But I think Calvin's you saved seed one year, didn't you? Have real one year, to go? Yeah. Well, no, I think we wasn't. Was that the seed Milton and I went and I thought looked, Milton looked ate through them all. our gar, looked through the garden and we found some uh, old pods. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that was real right. Grande Yeah, and they they come back. They came. They, they, they germinated, but then you had found uh, uh, another supply. Too, yeah, so. another source. But anyway, uh, okay. If, if Trace says so, you heard Trace say, yeah. Mm-hmm. Trace who? <laughs> <laughs> They're slow to grow yep. and yep. slow to germinate. Give them enough to get ten flats. I'll take all ten flats. Okay. 
Put them in four and a half. Right? Four and a half. <sighs> yeah, just, I'm supposed to be retired, not yeah. not cleaning out my refrigerator. Well, you, if you, apparently, if you want to live a long life to about 106, <laughs> don't retire. <laughs> well, I don't know if we're going to make it that far. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, anyway, let's see. I'll uh, give out the number again, 210-308-8867, 210 210- Three oh eight eighty eight sixty seven. Yeah, we got two. You see Calvin's article, yesterday's paper. Monarch what are you butterflies talking about? on the move in San Antonio. The butterfly. That looks like one of my butterfly pictures. Oh, does it? Does it, does it give you credit? No. No. Oh. Classic, uh, classic yeah, stock. You miss Jerry running around during our butterfly. Period with a with a you talked about with the little bumblebees and the string and the lasso. <laughs> he was running around with a butterfly net. He was just it was like squirrel. So, Marty, what you want to do is plant that about. Oh, I got to do it. We never found out. What he's supposed to do is running around the nursery with a butterfly net. I see every butterfly probably faster than he is. Uh. No. no, no, no. He would catch he him, caught him, and yeah. then he would just whisper to them. Don't fly off. Yeah, that's what, that's what he would say. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, Calvin, Calvin said uh, in This Week in the Garden, said, use cut vine and stump killer to kill the root system of unwanted China beer, mulberry, Arizona ash, and other unwanted suckers <clears throat> that have been pruned back near ground level. Now, uh, you want to put that on right after you, after you immediately cut it. That way, the tree does the work. Yeah, but you know, we had one caller said, "What is all this cutting back, y'all are talking about? You can, you can put uh, that's a remedy. You can, paint, you can paint it on. But you can just paint it on. Get a drill mm-hmm. and drill a forty-five degree angle and fill yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So." Uh, if now, you, that makes it, though, harder harder to inventory. You know, you and I talk about having two people so that yeah. you can get every single cut. Yeah. But if you're uh, not cutting, you're not cutting. If you, you don't cut make, it, yeah. yeah got to make sure you're putting that stuff on. Yeah. material on there. Now, I've got some, uh, some uh, pistache seedling. Uh-huh. Uh, coming up. It can't time. be. I've heard that that's not a... I'm just telling you what I got in my landscape. <laughs> <laughs> you going to make Dr. George angry and Neil Spear angry. Were, well, what's Were they from a tree that turned yellow or from a tree that turned red or orange? Do you, what? you could make some money if they came from a, a tree that was red or, turned red or orange. Oh, gosh, yeah. There have been, a, there've been yeah. individual trees yeah, like uh, that through the years. Yeah, uh, Chinese pistachio. They've been t- uh, the main thing is they're trying to produce a uh, male sterile, and uh, a great grant had had one had one has one that uh, is male sterile and uh, red red foliage. I had found a red foliage sterile one, and when I gave David his name, he shot it down. I said, "No, you don't want that one." I don't, what? I don't remember what it was. You found it where? 
I was New Mexico. Somebody in New Mexico growing it. Oh, okay. Uh, who would not want a male sterile? I, <laughs> Unless you got a holly. I could something. be wrong. I can't remember. Anyway, he shot me down. I was going to bring it in because I thought it would sell like hotcakes. Yeah. Well, we should have shot him down. Well, if he's not going to recommend it, I'm not going <laughs> to. Anyway. Uh, but I, I went in here and I bought, looked at the cut vine and stump killer in there. And, you know, we have, have one product in there that's got a little applicator in it. Mm-hmm. And right next to that, in the same, a little, same size can or container, there's one without the app- applicator. If it's yeah. same size container, well, it's they're side by side. Well, there's there's a quart of it, there's a pint of it, and then there's yeah. an eight ounce of it. Yeah. And I did have another brand at one point of the eight ounce that did had it had a fingernail polish type applicator. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> but anyway, I got the the one without the uh, applicator on there, and uh, I came across a. Uh, an artist brush that works great for that. Oh, yeah. But how, how do you? How, what do you? How do you store it in between uses? Uh, put it. I put a rubber band around the. Oh, okay. <laughs> around That's the can idea, and yeah. stick it in that rubber band. Because okay. I, yeah, I love my little uh, <laughs> applicator. I do, I do too, but uh, I use that one up. And. Uh, he said, Calvin writes, liquid fence works well to discourage deer from tasting or eating newly planted transplants that are fresh from the nursery. He didn't mention, I must garden. You got the name right. Did I get the name right? You did. <laughs> I was waiting for it's you to like correct. five years. So uh, <laughs> I was ready. That's par for the course. Was, I must garden. I have to garden. <laughs> I wish I could I garden. I wish I could garden. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now it is I must garden. I got it. Okay. First time. <laughs> but anyway, uh, they've got a my, I must garden for cats and dogs and uh, all sorts of things. Deer, armadillos. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Squirrels. Armor, yeah, they've they got, got one, one for, for armadillos. Yeah, that yeah. ain't gonna work. It does. Where do you put it? Just you spread, spray, put it spray, out. It, it comes in a hose and applicator. You spray it over your yard. I didn't say it smelled good. <laughs> Did you have a question? Well, will you come armor, on the air with us? We got the radio show going on. Will you? Armadillos can smell. Will you, will you come on the air with us? Oh, that's okay. Will you be on the air with us? Okay, well then here, I tell you what, just, well here, we're doing the radio show now. Trace, can you help him real quick and then, oh, sorry. All right, what you got there? Here, you show him. Okay, there you go. Yeah, all right. All right, sorry. What? He almost took off running. Oh, okay. (laughs) And uh, then Calvin writes, milkweed seed is available at Douglas King. Seed Company in San Antonio and Native American Seed Company in Junction. Uh, do you know, does it sell it in packets at Douglas King? Huh? The milkweed. 
seed. What about it? Do they sell it in packets at, at, Mel, at Douglas King? I, I don't know what kind of packets. Okay. But I, I mean, it's... They, they have a ten, yeah, they have a tendency to sell big... Oh, yeah. A big uh, property application. Right, yeah. But uh, they... They're pretty good about that package. Oh, the, the other thing is they sent me uh, a bunch of catalogs to hand out and... Uh, yeah. Oh, all kinds of they they had all kinds of uh, well, I mean had all kinds of uh, blue bonnet seed. Yeah, yeah, different colors. Yeah, wonder where they got those. Uh, the bottomless refrigerator. <laughs> yeah, the refrigerator. <laughs> and then he said, "Then Calvin Rice, beggar's lice is one of the winter weeds that produces a seed that is very difficult." To remove from the fur of pets, yeah, and from your pet's leg, too. It's best to take a string mower and trim the uh, blooms off before the beggar's lice plants. So my my wife solved that problem by just shaved the dog. Shaved the dog? Well, that's what she did. <laughs> well, that dog probably appreciates that uh, going into the summer. Oh, gosh, yeah, they'll get, get uh, covered with it. Oh, yeah. Beggar's lice. And, uh... That reminds me of my bluegrass fields. The seed is ripening. And so far, the neighbors have turned me into the police for letting it go to seed and letting it get ripe before we mow it. So I'm, I got a good crop of uh, yeah, bluegrass. Well, if uh, Jerry doesn't make it to the next show, you'll know uh, <laughs> he's neighbors in jail. In jail H, the HOA found him and <laughs> strung him up. <laughs> But anyway. Carrie, who? <laughs> Sorry, we don't know. All right, so we're in the middle of what the end of April, beginning of May. Yeah. What should folks be doing in the garden? Okra. Okra. <laughs> we talked about that. Good. Squash. Okay. Celebrity Plus. Celebrity Plus. Okay. Well, there. Any preventatives? Anything like? Uh, Pre-emergent, uh, post-emergent. End of, end of May, uh, early June, we'll be doing a pre-emergent for for sticker burrs. Oh, okay. And what do you sell for that? Uh, what do I not sell? Oh, so okay. there's like three products now. So uh, Dimension, uh, the Crew, uh, and there's one, I can't remember the name. Um, I'll remember it one in a minute. Okay. It's in a yellow bag. I remember that. So end of May do that. Is that temperature based? Or is uh, it just it's always, that's the natural seeding time into May, early June. Okay. So but generally it's it's the second application of pre emergent. You know, oh. back when we were talking about March for uh, sandbur, sand crabgrass. And so then the the second if you want a good if you want a uh, good coverage, you generally have to use it three three times. So this is the, the middle one. Well, okay. I was barricade. Look, looking at the Australian Shepherd visitors. Barricade yeah, yeah. is the third one. Oh, okay. Barricade. Yep. But they can just come in and ask you for it. Yep. You don't have to remember nothing. Just come in and ask one of the nice folks here at Millburg. But there a lot of I, my article was about the questions on the lawn, which uh-huh. we've had a fairly good discussion on that the last couple of weeks on uh, is it should you go ahead and fertilize or should you use organic 
Uh, should you just keep mowing those winter weeds? All kinds of kind of tough choices right right now. And uh, just like we were talking about, Milton, the San Augustine grass is starting to come up. Uh, Bermuda grass is greening up a bit. Uh, but if you are still mowing the winter weeds, they're still still looking good. So lots lots of choices there. All right. And uh, that that uh, the seed we talked about, the beggar's lice, is getting about mm-hmm. three feet. Oh, tall. really? Wow. Yeah. So it's gonna if you do, if you let it go, you'll have to deal with it, which basically I'm doing. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh-oh. Did Trace pass out? No. <laughs> <laughs> now he's thinking about the uh, the, so the, wind, the turf grass applications and how to choose what to use and when. And speaking of turf grass, um, is this time of year a good time to start? Oh, when, when do people, I don't know, I know we've talked about this occasionally. What part of the year do you put Bermuda seed down? Right well, soil temperature's got to be warm enough, so historically that's 1st of May. Okay, so now, are you thinking that it won't be warm enough because of the uh, I don't know, been couple pretty cool nippy. fronts yeah, that we've had? But how, how do you test the temperature of your soil? Um, do they yeah. sell thoral, soil sure thermometers? They do. Yeah. They do they do. really? Yeah. Oh. But I'm assuming any thermometer would work. The what's that? Any thermometer I would think would work. Really? Okay. <laughs> And we we have Bermuda seed, I'm guessing. We do. Good. Okay. And then sod. I mean, you've got the different things. We were kind of. Um, I guess sod's still selling well, and people it's are replacing. Selling, I, I can't say too well, but it's selling well enough where we've already got shortages in a lot of things. Okay. Hmm. And it's a, this is a good time, I'm guessing, to put it down then. It. There's no wrong time, pretty much. Okay, that's what I was wondering. Uh, but we are extremely limited in varieties until the the fields fill back out again so call first um well yeah um unless they're wanting pieces which in which case we try to do raleigh right same but, but they're limiting us now to one truck a day oh of raleigh oh. so we're already kind of pre-booked for oh okay next seven ten days what's the minimum you can pre-book uh, half ballot half ballot okay mm-hmm. now pro vista has no limitations uh, you want to tell people why pro vista is good so let's see. It's a, first of all, it's an offshoot of Floratam, so theoretically the uh, drought tolerance is there. According to the tests, it is. Uh, I'm assuming that the uh, disease tolerance is there too, just because it's an offshoot. Um, it's a richer color than the most of the other St. Augustines, and it is Roundup ready. What does that mean, Milton? Um, <laughs> well, do you want me to try to explain, or you just want to explain? Uh, I wanted to see. Here you go. Uh, it means that, that if you use Roundup on it, it doesn't care. It doesn't kill the grass, just the everything but the grass. Very good. Okay. So you don't have to worry about which weed killers to use. You don't have to worry about the temperatures. Because most of your weed killers, it makes a difference what temperature it is. That's true. So Roundup, it doesn't. It could be zero or 120, and Roundup's going to work. Now, it's going to work faster when it's warm than when it's cold. So all the limitations of post-emergent herbicides go away. Okay. That Roundup is not going to kill that turf. Nope. It's pretty cool. 
They've been working on that for a long time. All right, we're going and you and you say when you say there are no limitations, what does that mean? Uh, that means that there, I could bring in twenty trucks a day of it okay. if I could sell it, um, or and get the trucking, obviously. But um, there's there not there's no stipulations on how many uh, that okay. we can bring in a day. Oh, and then you there, buy that by the half pallet or the pallet or correct. Okay, cool. All right, that number is two one zero four nine seven. Three seven six zero two one zero four nine seven three seven six zero, and uh, you, you can order that, or that's the number two with the wish list. They can uh, be on the wish list for plants and stuff. Sure. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Our number two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Again, a reminder, uh, it's coming up at the Owls of Our Shrine on 1604 and Stone Oak Parkway. It's the 23rd Annual Festival of Flowers, June 3rd at the Owls of Our. It's hosted by, uh, co-hosted by Saws, and Saws is even offering you a free water saver plant for their, excuse me, while supplies last. Okay, all the things that you like are going to be there, including the indoor garden mall with plants, landscape materials, fertilizers, garden accessories, a herb cooking demonstration, and the herb cooking kitchen for treats, seminars all day, including the organic round table. Those are always very popular. Uh, The garden zone uh, for uh, kids to learn to garden zone, and the very popular... And it is very popular, Citywide Plant Exchange. It's just $8 for the uh, Festival of Flowers at the Alzafar. Kids under 10 are free. The parking is always is free. There's plenty of it. It's from uh, 9 to 5 on June 3rd at the Alzafar 1604 in Stone Oak Parkway. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free. It's 866 866- 308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. All right. What else is going on, gentlemen? I, I'm just wondering what Jerry's doing with his bags. <laughs> I was wondering, too. That was... Because uh, yeah, I, th- I think, what he I think he's doing, he's missed the best, too. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, been having these up here for a while. But... Uh, what brought it to mind oh, was... Uh, do you want to come on the air with us? Okay. It's easy. Okay, cool. We're here. Oh, hey, Sharon, hang on. We're going to get to you in just a second. Huh? Hi, my name is Catherine, and I'm trying to um, 
get a better production out of my strawberries. I went to like K&M Farms down in Poteet yeah. and looked at their soil and talked to them there. And they were using a sandy, loamy topsoil. And I've been using Happy Frog. And um, I'm not getting the production that I'm looking for out of the plants that I have. When did you plant? So I planted in September. Okay, so far so good. For a crop, you know, to you know start to harvest now. And I've gotten some small strawberries. I planted about 20 plants. And each one probably produced about two or three strawberries a lot of them were really small and they were kind of like malformedish you know they weren't so as beautiful what are you feeding with let's see so i use the happy frog um but that's just as a, a soil, just a soil. Like raised, right know, so there's no bed. no real nutrition there's organic material well, but no I nutrition i am using um this stuff it's a let's see it's liquid it's called um miracle grow I think it's like some kind of bloom something or other oh yeah um where it's like a 13 13 13 mm. and i put it in the water okay um also a big kind of watering it from the bottom as opposed Good. to watering it from the okay. top and having it and run since, off since so maybe it's too the, wet since you use the happy frog i assume this is in a container then yeah okay. like a horse trough okay uh all right so there's all kinds of things i can see so every time you're watering you're watering with lime water Mm-hmm. Which is alkaline. Okay. Uh, strawberries are going to want an acidic situation. That's why they function well out there. Uh, the, that red sand is acidic. Gotcha. And so it's perfect for growing strawberries. Okay. Um, next is if you want... So fertilizing, in my mind, would change different times of the year. Mm-hmm. So in the beginning, you'd be using a high nitrogen. Okay. To try to get the growth, pin down your first set of uh, little babies that pop out and then when you actually want some blooms then you go a high middle number to get more blooms or at least you're telling the plant to bloom more size uh what i'm, I'm not sure what's affecting the size maybe other than the weather what, what is y'all's opinion on size well if they didn't fertilize well the size is going to be small uh how big are the leaves the leaves are big are they big? Yeah, the leaves are big. And the flowers look really beautiful. It's just the, once they come into the fruit, it's just not Not big like a strawberry. Yeah, exactly. What kind of, what variety was it? So I used um, Chandler and I used um, something with an A, like All Star. Oh, yeah. And um, then there was another one. I forget that, uh, what the other name. All, all had the same results. Mm-hmm. All of them had the same results. Um, I think the Ulster were a little bit more fragile. Did you get those at Poteet? Uh, I did. Uh, yeah. I did. That's one that they grow. Um, um, and I was thinking, like, this next year that I try it, I want to find a nice loamy soil. I've got an area that I think I want to use that's a little bit lower. Um, but I need to kind of source that soil first. Um, no, just go ahead. You can go ahead and use the happy. I can still use the happy oh, yeah. in that same area. You just, okay. You just need to fertilize. Okay, with more alkaline. But, uh, no, we are alkaline. You need to get acidic. More okay, more acidic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, I think I'm not sure where he's heading, but 
Uh, we actually do carry an acidic potting soil, which we used to not. The what, <laughs> what, the what potting soil? There's a, there's a potting soil that we carry that's actually a, an acid okay. potting soil. It's so in a purple bag, right? It is. Uh, <laughs> but you can, make, you can make temp- temporary pH dents at any point just by adding some of the things that he has up here, which is kind of a fluke. <laughs> um, so, Look at this. What a coincidence. So all these would have helped with okay. the pH. The iron plus has nitrogen in it, so that would have been fine. Uh, the, the better forms, which is why I was going to make fun of him for having just these up here. Um, there's a ferrous sulfate that's even better than these. And the best of the best is chelated iron. Say that again? Chelated. Okay. So that's already in a state that the plant can metabolize. Every other form of iron takes the microbes in the soil to break it down to where it's even usable. Some, sometimes it never even makes it to a usable state. So chelate, in my mind, is always the way to go when we're talking about iron. Okay. So can I... Um, I have some chelated iron that is liquid. That's fine. Use that. Uh, the liquids are going to have some nitrogen, which is mm-hmm. fine. Okay. Well, thank you. Now, if you, you want... More and more. <laughs> If you want the big bears, that's Fertil- what you want. <laughs> Fertilize, mix into the soil, copious amounts. Mm-hmm. That means a lot uh, of uh, Osmocote Plus. Okay. And that'll feed feed the plants throughout the growing season of the strawberry. Okay. And then, uh, if you really want them to grow, uh, use some of that uh, Miracle Grow. Fertilizer, uh, water soluble fertilizer. Okay. Every time you water. All right. You're going to have to make, you don't want to do all those fertilizers everybody talked about. You often make some choices there, though. With which? He doesn't want you double dipping, is what he's (laughs) Don't go too crazy. I know I have a trick to do. I mean, it won't hurt anything, but it's just not the the most efficient way. Sure. But if you, you know, if you go the. One of the more extravagant ways, then, <laughs> then you can cut out some of the other. Okay. Options. All right. Well, I've got some time to dig up these next these old uh, plants, even though they look so pretty, mm-hmm. <laughs> and prepare the area for starting to grow in September. Yeah. And order in May. <laughs> don't worry about getting uh, sandy soil or poteet. Okay. Uh, you keep using this mix, or you can get some of this acidic mix that he's talking about. That's in the that's in the purple bag. In the purple bag. There you go. Okay. But there's nothing wrong with what you have. Okay. Just yeah. A little, little different nutrition to put with it, and you'll end up in the All same right. boat. You do. You probably need. For that, that matter, you can even mix the sphagnum, some extra sphagnum in with the yeah. happy frog. Ah. That's decomposed. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll really make a. A difference too. So I keep a compost. Like I compost myself. I call it Darth Vader. It's in the back of, um, you know, my, yeah. my, you know, in the back of my um, property. And you know, everything always goes into that. And I add that into the soil. So maybe that and the um, and the sorghum. Yeah, that might. Why, using some of those fertilizers and using some compost will be the most efficient way. Okay. To go. 
All right. Just make sure on the compost that it looks like dirt before you use it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything earlier than that can be detrimental. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. It's a little bit different um, doing farming here. I'm from New England, and so I'm learning Texas soil Oh, it's just the same in New England. Uh, yeah, I mean, harvesting rocks and uh, <laughs> all kinds of things. So you, you may like this new line of soils that we're going to, because we're going to carry a lot a lot more like that purple bag. Is that right? Um, so, yeah. Okay. I'm it's impressed. Co- called Coast of Maine. So it's Coast of Maine. Coast. Oh, oh, see, that co- offers me comfort. <laughs> so, so some of the things that are in there are things you probably used while you're up there. Yeah. Okay. All right, so well, what, what, what kind of fertilizer are you going to use? So I think I'm going to this use trick, my kind of trick, trick, question, question. trick question. So I think I'm going to start with using the, um, with the, um, let's see, the, the soil with mixing it with my, um, mixing it with my compost and some of the sorghum. And then I'm going to go in. Um, and when I when I plant them, or just before I plant right. them, then I'm going to add in uh, a lot more of like the like the nitrogen. You're gonna add Osmocote Plus. Uh, oh, the Osmocote Plus. I was thinking, is, is copi- it that or is it the amount. which is nitrogen? Okay, all right. Okay, it's the Osmocote Plus. It releases plus. over a long period of time. Okay. So you don't have to worry about. So it. just before I plant, make sure it's like all in there, and then. Copious amounts. Copious amounts. Be generous. A hell of a lot. Okay. All right. So that's kind of like cut it kind of uh, in half of what I thought I might have to go ahead and get. So I, I appreciate that, gentlemen. Strawberries right. are actually very Good high luck. input compared yeah, to a lot of other things. Yeah, I know. Things. They're very expensive strawberries, like $20 a strawberry, basically. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking you should try some blackberries. You'll have just as much mm-hmm. fun with a lot less input on your end. That was one of my thoughts, too, is that, you know, since I'm going to change the area, I'm of adding, like, two or three blackberry bushes, which are, you know, a Kiowa, part of our diet as well. Kiowa. Say again? K-I-O-W-A. There's a variety of blackberry. Kiowa. Okay. Kiowa. Any, any of the ones I have blackberry down there are fine. Okay. Well, very good. Yay. Thanks. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Thanks for being on the air with us. Sharon is on the line at 210-308-8867. Sharon, up. I think we got you this time. What's going on? <laughs> uh, I My neighbor had, was inherited a uh, Schubert, Schumard oak tree. Okay. Tell me a little bit about it. Oh. It's, it's, where, it's already where? about... It's about eight foot, t- or about seven foot tall, six, seven foot tall, but it we- has never been planted. Oh, my so, gosh. It's still in a five-gallon yeah. or 20-gallon? Uh, actually, when he brought it home, it was in nothing, and we we put it back in a pot and put some soil on top of it so he can get it in the ground. How long has it been in that pot? I have no idea. Oh my goodness! Okay, but it, it, I know that it's got gurgling roots, and yeah, so to I told him cutting. he has to cut some of those, uh, the big ones. So how how much can he cut off, and um, how? And it's leafed out, okay. Right. Oh yeah, the tree looks real pretty. Um, so I think I think timing is is going to be a lot in this. Uh, okay. If the roots are really that girdled, which it sounds like they will be, they, they you are. Do, you need to do it when the tree's dormant. 
That way, it's, that way you're not. Well, he's he's planning on putting it in the ground next week. Because um, I mean, it's in a pot now, <laughs> so it's got to go in the ground somewhere. All right, so maybe take off all the leaves. What do y'all think? Yeah. All right, so be your best bet. Take off the bulk, if not all, of the leaves before you start doing okay. this root pruning. Okay. Uh, okay, so back to what what I think was the original question. Where do you live? Because sometimes Schumard, you got deep soil. Yeah. Okay, then that's that's my criteria. Schumard needs deep soil, otherwise it has issues. Yeah, we have real deep soil. And where where did you say you were? Lackland. Oh, Lackland. Yeah. Okay. Valley High. Okay. Okay. And you have deep soil? Yeah. Real deep. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, you. this is not Play. the right... This is, you would, like Trey said, you'd have been a lot better off to do, do it when the tree was dormant. Well, it uh, was just given to him. <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> somebody That's gave it to him, and he brought it home and said he was going to plant it in his yard. So, so I, I, do said, have, I do have one other question that is bothering me a little bit. When y'all planted it in this pot, did you leave the soil at the same height level, or did you add soil to the trunk of the tree? We haven't planted it yet. No, but you got it with no you got it with no pot, and you put it in a pot. Okay. So when you put it in the pot, did you plant it? He brought it, it home, no, with no no dirt on it. Okay, but it, it had an original. It. it had an original soil line. So no, did, no. did you? It's, well, yeah, the, just. The, the roots were probably only in dirt less than six inches deep. It was bare-rooted, I guess. Basically. Right. I would I'm, I would call it bare-rooted. But most people, when they do something like that, they put the tree... Yeah. And then they add a whole bunch of dirt to the top. Yeah. No, but it... I've already told him he can only... He, he may have to stake it because it can't... You know, it can't go in the ground any more than where those roots are. Yeah. Uh, so it's... Did it did it wilt after he brought it home? Uh, the leaves. I hasn't hadn't yet. I didn't look at it today, but as as of it's been there a couple of days. But it, I put it in a pot that had uh, holds a little bit of water. You know, one that has a tray underneath it, a big pot, yeah. and he dumped a bucket of soil on top of it to hold it. So uh, okay, don't plant I it too just, close to the house. Yeah, we're just. Okay. I would just plant it, 50 not, feet. not try to take leaves off or anything. Um, just, if she's going to cut all it. those roots, huh? she's going to cut a lot of roots, it sounds like. Yeah. I'm going to have, well, she's got to cut, cut some of those roots. you got to cut the roots? It's, Can, it's, gir- how, it's girdle. It's, 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 yeah. it's bare root, and it's in a pot. Yeah. So they. Yeah, but they just put, I thought they just put it in a pot got it in the bare root they just put it in the pot temporarily yeah yeah i just we just threw a bucket of soil on it because he had to go out of town this weekend so he's planning on uh planting it next week and okay uh, well just put it so, about 50 feet from uh utility is that a really lines big tree? do what yeah is, is it is it get to be a very big tree. Oh, no, yeah. If it, if it survives all this, it's capable of 50 feet <laughs> in deep soil. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, I, I, I couldn't find anything. It was. I know it's not a, a, 
San Antonio recommended three. I looked at that list. Oh, yeah. And, uh, well, in that case, uh, uh, I have one is. more question. How do you know it's a Schumark Red Oak? I, I just checked it, uh, that uh, picture there. Okay. And that's, I, I checked it two Pretty different times. most of the time. Yeah, it, it gave me the same answer both times. Hmm. Well, and Sharon, Sharon's a experienced gardener, too. Right? Well, this is, this is Sharon, <laughs> Master Gardener yeah, Sharon, yeah. right? I was, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, good luck to you. Uh, if you don't take the leaves off, uh, you need to uh, wet it, wet the leaves down at least Very twice awful. a day. Twice a day. The and, the, and the trunk. And the trunk, And the yeah. trunk. Keep it wet from from the leaves up. So trimming a few leaves off is not going to hurt it. it no, might no, help. no. Uh, it, it'll help limit some of the shock if you took all or Take off. at least some of the leaves. Yeah, okay. And when, well, when, you, when you get through doing all this, Sharon, and the tree dies, go on, a, come yeah. on over to Millburgers and get you a... <laughs> <laughs> it's it's almost impossible to uh, bare root uh, a living tree at this time of the year. Well, if somebody had put it in a pot, and I I have a suspicion maybe it was a free tree one day, and uh, they put it in the pot and never got any farther. No, okay. And, and they give it to him because they <laughs> wanted to get rid of it. There you go. And he brought it home. So if it so, dies, uh, if it dies, you haven't lost anything. No, no. <laughs> so. Okay. Well, good luck to you. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Thanks, Sharon. We need to take a break. While we do, give us a call. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up. Live from Millburgers on 9:30 a.m. The answer. South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. All right. If you're looking for a tool to have in your gardening toolkit that'll help you to keep that tree newly planted, like you come here and get a, a citrus, or it's been established, uh, Millburgers carries the Tree Hugger Sprinkler, the whole line of seven, eleven, and fifteen inch. And the tree hugger sprinkler will accomplish that. Water efficiently, water effectively, and uh, it's a great tool to have. This tree hugger sprinkler, if you haven't seen it yet, is a, a hard green plastic with a, a little hinge uh, on the. It's a big circle, so you can open it up, and then close or hug it around the tree. And there you go. That's as easy as that. They just turn it up a little bit uh, to water the root ball. Or turn it up a lot to water the uh, the drip line and uh, away from the root ball too. I've used mine for a variety of different things, including watering uh, some sod that we put in, and uh, gets that deep watering in there. And I think it made a big difference. So uh, check out the tree hugger sprinkler here at Mill Burgers or at HEB. That's the tree hugger sprinkler. But when you come by, uh, take a look at it. I All actually right. use mine in a bird bath. Oh, that's right. <coughs> yeah, we got to ask about that. 
yeah. um, for birds that take showers. <laughs> Actually, you just turn it on a little bit yeah. and fill it up? Okay. You just fill it up. Cool. Oh, you, just, uh, you didn't use it to continue? Well, it Continuous would have, water? No, it wouldn't. You'd have to have a pump. Yeah. I guess you could probably hook it to a pump. Maybe so. Yeah. Well, and it's so it's so, so easy to get those uh, mechanisms. Yeah, and, yeah. And they're inexpensive. They work, and they just keep going. Mine has just worked for years and years and years. Um, yeah. So, so you get that for watering your t- trees, and mm-hmm. and then uh, you get one from the uh, computer firms or from Milbergers yeah. to so to run your uh, bird bath. You, you know, I, I bet that'd be good for watering tomatoes. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, the tree hugger. The, yeah. Yeah. Even in a container. Yeah. Oh, cool. I might, I might have to buy my wife one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, I hear you know a guy, though. Now that we, we got all these experts up here oh, and we've gotten all this wonderful rain, I want to ask the million-dollar question. Is the drought over? Did we live through the drought? We don't have to worry well, about water in no, our trees? No, did you ever look to see if we're above? Oh, no. Where do I look? I don't. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I need to know if the drought is up. What are you looking for, Milton? Yeah. We got oh, the yeah. experts right here. If we're up on rain or down on rain. Yeah, I'm trying to find out the aquifer level. Well, regardless, are we over the drought? Well, not if the aquifer is still is still uh, on unfinished, on on is not filled. Uh, yeah. And because all of those those uh, mini reservoirs and channels and. Uh, uh, pools, they're all still to be, and they don't they don't stay filled either. They're, yeah, they're flowing into. It's the your, it's a system that's. Of course, we don't know when it'll ever be, but uh, lots of feet. It's only thirty feet lower than it should be. Yeah. So, we we determined when when to water our trees and grass and stuff. By the uh, aquifer, it, we I, I water them when they need it. Yeah, that's what. It, but that's the good news is that the rules concerning uh, drought restrictions were put together by committee that included horticulturists and uh, uh, nursery people yeah. and everything to yeah. to make it possible. To keep your plants alive and keep them producing, and without wasting water. Yeah. So that's the that's key. Now it gets harder and harder as you as the drought continues. Yeah. Then it gets harder and harder to, for that compromise. So is but, the drought continuing? Well, it could. Yeah. If it's not, if I don't know if it's ever really not, gone. Huh? I don't know if it's filled. ever. I don't know if it's ever really gone. Okay. What? what I think he's got an answer he for this question. He does. I'm just trying to no, figure I'm out just, what... I just, I, I'm just asking. Because the question people. wasn't really mm-hmm. the question. He's just leading us on. <laughs> giving us enough rope. <laughs> so, let's see. Rainfall today to 7.92 inches. Normal rain to date is 7.81. So, I guess it's plus 0.11. That, that's the rainfall. Right. So I, I guess we're out of the drive, right? No, I'm not answering any of your questions. Quit it. <laughs> you, 
I'm well, putting you, you in the expert category. I am. That's that's hard to believe. So we're in the, the let's see, where does it tell me? Anyway. I so don't, if we got what? if, if we got a new level? level, yeah. Yeah, what's well, thirty feet lower than it? It's uh oh. Nine sixty-seven is what it's supposed to be at, and it's at oh, nine thirty. It's, at, it's so. at actually six forty-one. Could be up there. It could have gone up for uh, that four feet. Okay. So we're we're checking on the depth of the aquifer to determine whether or not we're out of the drought, right? I don't know. You tell me how to check. Well, that's that's how we as a city have determined that we're in a drought or out of a drought. And that's how we determine which water sources we can use and how and, much. And what your water restrictions are. Yeah. Yeah. So what... Oh, you, you tell us... Uh, uh, nobody's answering no. the question. No. You, you, we, we you, tell us, you tell us the real question first. <laughs> well, we're in the worst drought in history, right? Three I years. I don't know, are we? Yeah. Okay. And uh thought it was four. <laughs> the uh, we had we had no subsoil moisture. So we were telling people if if you had a tree or or planted uh, shrubs, you need to water them uh, almost every two two or three days for two years. To, to so before that at the root ball that you plant because the root ball can't expand in a excessively dry soil which our subsoils are so uh, so with that philosophy we're never out of a drought that's probably right okay probably right thank you trace uh, <laughs> Wasn't that one of my answers? Yeah. Yeah. All right. yeah All right. You did good. He was still trying to egg you on. Well, no, that, that, the, the, that partial answer, too, is that it depends on how you define the drought. Mm. Jerry's definition or the community's definition, they've been cha- it's been different for years. Yeah. Years. I, I give the definition for the plants. He speaks for the trees. Well, I speak for the trees. He's the plants. Lorax of. But uh, anyway, I'm, I'm glad y'all answered that. Thank you. Okay. So, so I should probably still be using my tree hugger, right? Sure. Okay. Well, especially when we do not, not our soil reservoir is not much of a reservoir. Yeah. Doesn't take us long to get in or out of a, <laughs> a drought. Right. We got about no thirty water. seconds. So, 30 seconds? Yeah. What so about pot? Uh, you're going to have to store them again for next week, I guess. Uh, okay. All right. We're going to begin to wrap up and say goodbye. But thanks to uh, everybody for listening. Lots of good calls today. Lots Don't good- forget, get, get your tomatoes if you're going to get them. Yeah. All right, that's Celebrity Plus. All right. Celebrity Plus. Right here at Millburgers. We'll say goodbye for today. And see you next week on Millburgers Gardening South Texas. I'm Milton Glick. This is 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.